Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. You can join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While you're there, you can click on the chat button and join us in Internet Relay Chat. You can also click on the forum button and join our bulletin board system. You can also click on the shows button to investigate the other fine shows on the WOW Radio Network. Please also click on the Donate button and learn how you can contribute to keeping the station up and running and allowing us to improve the quality of our shows in an ongoing fashion. If you wish to participate in today's show, you can join us in Internet Relay Chat, or you can email the show at ch at wcradio.com or casuallyhardcore at wcradio.com. And now, on with the show. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, For Sunday, the 6th of July, 2008, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Iolite. And I am Grail. And I'm the only one here who's not sick. Oh, man. I'm sorry if my voice isn't what it should be today, people. I'm amazed the two of you can actually hear me at this point with the amount of crud in your ears, apparently. I don't think I'm sick. I just can't hear out of one ear. What? <laughs> That's it. What? <laughs> Well, get get the cans all the, the right keys. Side. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Look at me. I'll give you visuals. <laughs> no. So, yeah, my poor honey, uh, and I'm not talking about Grail here. Hey, <laughs> baby. <laughs> hey there, baby. He appreciates it, but really not that much. Exactly. I love you. Stop Come, touching me. Hey. <laughs> Put your pants on, Grail. Am I bugging you? I'm not touching you. I'm not, you. I'm not, I'm not touching, touching you. <laughs> so, hey, we're off to a grand start today. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, yeah, my poor honey's been just putting up with this sinus crud for days now, and it's kind of got you like flat in your back and not in a good way. No, it's disgusting. <laughs> so, no one likes that kind of goo. If we have a certain amount of sniffling and, and crud going on on the stream today, we apologize in advance for that. I'll try not to cough into the mic, people. Um, it is good to be back on the air after our one week uh, hiatus there. Yeah, um, I did, however, have a really grand time at the. Uh, Amateur Radio Relay League Field Day. Ham <laughs> Radio Field Day. Oh, Amen. yes. I was off communing with the our, our ancestral geeks. <laughs> it is a happy time. And I felt positively like mainstream next to these wow. guys. Wow. You, you have an aura of geekiness right now on you. So. I, I, we can and see. I keep showering and it keeps <laughs> not coming off. Yeah, we can see the aura. Yep. Oh, the visual one. Yeah. That's, mm, that's no. The one you were wearing that was... Um, um, olfactory 
driven when he came home was one that did wash off, thank goodness. Ah. Well, field day does involve staying up for basically 24 hours straight and talking to strange people in far-off lands via the uh, virtual air tubes, as it were. So, basically what you can do in any internet chat room just in a field and Hush now. Okay. Just, we don't just need clarifying no, that. We don't need no stinking <laughs> wires. You don't need no stinking internet, is what you're saying, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Anyway, so that was what I was off uh, into the uh, White Mountains of Arizona to do and enjoy the nice cooler weather, anyway, and the ability to actually you know, see stars at nighttime and all that kind of fun stuff. And now that that is concluded, we are back on the air. Yes, and after our first segment of gleeful randomness, we will be proceeding with our pre-announced topic, first ever, of tank talk. That's tank true. Tank talk. Now, of course, uh, I'll have very little to contribute other than the healing perspective and which is important. what my poor little newbie tank happens to know. This will be a learning experience there for you. you go. So we'll have our someone who's learned a thing or two right here in the room with us. I, I would say also not only that, but healers know right off the bat when tanking goes wrong. Oh, because heck yeah. almost guaranteed that's where the mob's going. Yep. <laughs> where did the tank go? Yeah. Oh, hello, spirit healer. How you doing? Ooh. Oh, it's more than that. It's it's one of those where it, the multi-target tanking too. Oh yeah. If you don't, yeah, if you don't do that just right as a tank, we will get there. Well, oh, yeah, and especially from a druid perspective too, because I haven't seen talk about heal aggro. Yeah, there's few that do it more. But yeah, we're supposed to be random. We're we're jumping into the topic. Oh yeah, what can well, yeah. I say? Well, I wanted to. to give the finger, the virtual finger out there to Murphy, who is descending upon us, because we were all set up, worked out all the kinks, yep. in the Skype system, figured out what you know evil demon is possessed of my Linksys cable modem router and how to work around <laughs> that so Skype won't cause it to shut down, right. which just is what happened last time. And it's all ready, and we got our uh, guild paladin Glola who has recently converted to tanking in, and we've been having a great deal of fun AOE tanking the Netherwing uh, mine quests yep. <laughs> yeah. um, by way of practicing. I uh, was going to bring him on to uh, bring the Paladin perspective to the tanking discussion. And, of course, his internet is offline. <laughs> his ISP is aware of the problem, and technicians have been dispatched to the area, which sounds suspiciously like what we yeah. get here every yeah, week. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, so. is that you know they'll get there when they get there. Yeah, yeah, precisely yeah. whenever the hell they feel like it. Uh huh. Well, so, I don't think anybody will even get there if it's my, if it's a big area. They're probably just doing something that they had fiddling end. at yeah. their yeah jiggery pokery and scientific jiggery pokery. Oh. So yeah, uh, shout down there. slash spit on you, Murphy. Yep. And remember the, the Murphy's law is that anything that can go wrong shall go wrong. And the first corollary to that law is that Murphy was an optimist. That's true. So. And as I watch my ping give me a timeout, just as I said that. Nice. Oh, are we talking to the archive now? No, not no. quite. But it just. Oh, I hope It's not. amazing how it hiccuped just at that moment. Came right back, but just said, uh huh, I'm watching you. I'm yes. listening to you. Damn you, Murphy. So, with any luck, uh, Glola's ISP will get their head out and will he'll be ready by the time we get to our second segment. Okay. Um, on a similar, actually slightly related topic, I wanted to shout out to the Core uh, Guild on Ice Crown US, who a couple nights ago, when I was actually able to be entirely irresponsible and spend about five hours straight online, which never happens, uh, took me to... Yeah, you got a little bit of unannounced wife aggro on that one, just so you know. Is wife aggro ever announced? 
Well, yes. you haven't felt wrath. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, for those of you playing the home game, uh, Grail's wife is again joining us in the room today. And, wow, I believe that's called the stink eye. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yes, wife aggro can be announced or it, or it cannot be announced. Yeah. And, and in this case, I did not announce it. Um, but I really wanted some help cleaning the house. so. And it happened. Just not Just right then. Later. Just not yet. Prince had <laughs> to go yet. down. That's right. <laughs> Gotta have some priorities here. Well, they took me <laughs> on my first ever full clear of Karazhan, uh, during which, of course, uh, Cox Communications failed me, and I had to resort to the Verizon card in order to be able to complete the raid. Oh, jeez. <sighs> that was my first time I'd set foot in Karazhan for an extended period in months so thank you to the core for dragging me through there shout out to cathador for getting me the invite and mm. spit on cox communications for being flaky oh slash spit big time that's good i mean did you, and did my slash spit right now is particularly disgusting so yeah Yo. yeah i'll show cox. i'm not allowed yeah. to really yeah we'll drive listeners away so let's not go mm. yeah. <laughs> I've, 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 I've killed my wife <laughs> on the air in front of witnesses like, I love you. You're pretty. Girls, wife is Horkin. leaning back on. Please don't like, cough, don't cough me. on me. Not me. You've already got Please. the crud. You just don't know it yet. Uh, I don't know what I got. Um, oh. But yeah, there's some good fights. If you've never done the full clear, I take it you even you did another spite then. I had done all the fights at oh, okay. various times, just never just all at once. Right My usual oh, mode okay. for Kara is. I happen to be on, and someone drops from a raid, and I'm on somebody's friends list, and they say, hey, can you come do this fight? Right. So I've done every single fight in there at one time or another. This is just my first ever Atchiman to, to Prince. Boom. The only thing they didn't do was the animal bosses, and nobody, nobody does Nobody does the animal bosses. Hey, but those 22 badges in your bag probably feeling pretty good. Getting closer to the cat stick of doom. Nice. Ah, if only he could actually share badges. Yeah. Hey, I take See, now, I have to tell you that that is one of the ways around wife aggro. Is, is fat loot? A fat loot, yeah. <laughs> you actually go and buy your wife's yeah, character. Your so wife has to play. be yeah. the time to mention to you that I got you to exalt with Lower City, and you now have your epic spell damage hammer awesome there you go very cool i love you you're pretty yeah well i haven't had much time to play lately so she's ready for io has been really relegated she's getting closer to another drake too and you just don't know that (laughs) remember that aoe tanking of the nether inquest i was talking about yeah it wasn't on my character but oh okay (laughs) well there we go i love you you're pretty visits and as usual, uh, in the form of my epic fail, we have failed to acknowledge our amazing IRC rep, the amazing Muggy. Ooh, good Muggy. So I will give myself the appropriate drop-in. Are you smoking crack? And accept my failure. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, all right. Um, wow. I'm not sure what that was. Was that bringing your ego down or building your ego up? He just likes Which to click the drop-ins. That's all it is. Oh, as, far okay. as, as far as my <laughs> ego is concerned, you, you, you've heard of the immovable object? Meet the irresistible force. Well, yeah, I married the irresistible force, and <laughs> together we will destroy the universe, or at least our sun. A little bit of antimatter, yeah. There you go. We are working with full containment today. Thank you to Princess Emerald for coming by and babysitting. Yes. He's a yes. happy, happy ting. She is awesome. I hope you have cash. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That came across really creepy. Yeah. Well, we have to pay the sitter when oh, she's oh, done. Okay. Where was your mind? You. Anyway. 
I... Woo! Whoa, all right. Need more coffee. Need more coffee. I... I'm not sure you deserve any more coffee. <laughs> I'll be in the car. Wow. Why am I getting a tell asking where your address is from the PD? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the police would like to know yeah. where you live. Hi. Yeah. Oh, um, first off, of course, um, great, great shout outs to Gwen. Yes. Yes. Um, we miss you. We hope everything's well. We'll look forward to hearing from you soon. Yes. We hope you're hearing us. Yeah. Definitely. Establish the tubes where you are, and we will speak unto you in yes. magical ways. In magical ways. All right. Um, we've gone 13 minutes on random, and my brain's a little fried, and I don't know why. Well, Probably I Because you're really, really sick. I, yeah. I can look Sorry, over guys. at your screen, though, and I see the dancing flames. Oh, yeah. I'm they're mesmerizing at this really point. really <laughs> sad to see that event end. <laughs> I All really loved walking, yeah. logging in my rogue, and it was like, hey, 24 gold for just yep. throwing a torch for around for a couple minutes. And then I'd log in an alt, and I'd get like you know, 40% of a level for doing three quests. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was beautiful. It was WoW on super easy mode, but yeah. still, it was great. But still, if you were leveling. Did huh? Ended yesterday? Yeah, it ended yesterday. But funny enough, the, the area, at least in Stormwind, where the bonfire was at, mm-hmm. it was gone, but you could still walk over with the blossoms and throw them into nothingness, and you get the buff. <laughs> and if you stood in the nothingness, you actually took damage, like you were, you were on fire. <laughs> See? <laughs> I was like, eh, it's not quite gone. I'm guessing they, they Tuesday. They didn't turn it off 100%. Yeah. They just removed some graphics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Move on. There's nothing to see exactly. here. Nothing Tragic to see. Acid nothing would to like see. To remind us that Diablo three. Oh, oh yes. yes. Worldwide Invitational in Paris, France. Amen. Mm-hmm. And this was the Blizzard Worldwide yep. Invitational. Yeah. Uh, which apparently uh, the uh, models that they hired to wander around dressed up as night elves. Man, Europe- Europeans just know how to do that upright. Mm. Do they? <laughs> they did a great job. Apparently. Awesome. Um, but they did announce this little thing that they've been working on and will release when it's ready. This yeah. little thing. Yeah, Diablo III. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I remember somebody mentioning or a while. Or Diablo sign if you hold your shift key down. That's too right. Much. Yeah. They, they never played Diablo? Never touched the stuff. Oh. I played Dungeon Seeds. That's just as Fail. good, right? I actually read and reinstalled Diablo 2 and Lord of Destruction expansion. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get back in the mode, put it on the computer, loaded it up, and went, wow, these graphics are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing what nostalgia yeah, does. <laughs> I had a total different memory of that game than when I actually loaded it up. I was like, these, oh, oh. Ooh. I uh, think I'll see? wait for the third. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's your point. Yeah. You know? But... Still, it's a good series. I'm, I was surprised. I never. I didn't think they would do another Diablo at well, all. There's speculation, you know, that they would try to do an MMO in the Diablo universe. Yeah, doesn't. It's an action RPG. It's a hack slash hack slash hack slash. Yeah, I don't think it would fit. Nah. Huh. So, yeah, I fail. I, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's it's it's still good to see, and they still have. On their page, they're still hiring, if you go to Blizzard's careers, for an unannounced MMO, though, still. Right. So there is still something, another, and a lot of speculation is it's actually going to be a new IP, a uh, new intellectual right. property. It won't be tied to anything else. Which probably wouldn't be a bad idea no. while they are you know have the luxury of lots of cash flow. Yeah. 
They only have three stellar IPs that oh, can that make all? the money hand over fist. Until Why not time? add a fourth? Right. So, <laughs> and if it fails, they're still in business. Yeah. <laughs> so describe to me, Hail Nemesis is, is in here, and he's saying um, there's still a next-gen MMO being developed by Blizzard. Right. And I'm curious about the qualities of next-gen and MMO. Well, next-gen what is, is this a term mean? that is bandied about. And it's one of the most annoying terms in the world, as far as I'm concerned. I've heard talk- it with respect to the graphics yeah. and the work being done that's visually with possible. them, but just, I haven't you know, heard of, of you know, other things. That's used to, to describe yeah. the next version of anything, but what annoys me is when people are talking about consoles, it's like, yeah, I bought a, a PS3, I've got a next-gen console now. It's like, no, you have the current generation <laughs> yeah. of console. The, the next, next gen is the one that they haven't released here, yet. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what, it's always tomorrow. It's a particular yeah. pet peeve of mine. I don't know. I mean, I would say, and even WoW, I mean, a lot of people hailed it when it came out as the next gen, and I look at it as the epitome of this generation of MMO. Well, it, it, yeah. It I took mean, every great thing out there and put it into one game. Exactly. So exactly. the next gen will be they something that does something new. Yep. And I think, for me personally, the game I've seen that does the most new, even though it does it in a very clunky way, is EVE Online. If you ever get a chance to check that out and read some of the stuff that they do in there is out there. It's very impressive, very player-driven, almost 100% player-driven, the type of stories you know, every and time such. I've heard EVE Online described to me, though, it's been described to me as the exercise in spreadsheets. Oh, it is. Like, please go teach accounting. It is. It's, it's horrible it, and clunky. I, I played it for 14 days on the trial and said, that's it, I'm done. But <laughs> but the stuff, you could see, it's like looking at you know a really rough stone and you can see the diamond inside. It's there, you just gotta dig for it. And I think that People will take some of the ideas from it and polish it out and make it a. So work your prospecting skills. Exactly. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Mining. Oh, that's boring. All I heard about (laughs) Eve was sublight space travel in real time. Yes. And I said, I'm never signing up for that. (laughs) Yeah. I get impatient on a Griffin yeah. flight. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. I said I didn't. Well, the game itself, I'm that, not recommending. And you'll notice that Blizzard kind of fixed that in the this this flight is going to be so long up to the new island mm-hmm. that when you fly out of Iron Forge, yep. they teleport you yep. all the way up. But they don't teleport you back, back which exactly. is what I found right. out one <laughs> time. And I was like, oh, I'm still <laughs> flying. What the hell? <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's not so good. Funny. It's worth the time to go do the daily quest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so, get your damn so, so what you're saying is this is a one way trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't make that mistake. Yeah. So, so yeah, fire oh, fire festivals over. I got my dancing pot though. Me too. I I'm corrected very, my mistake. So I got, go. I got the dead elf pet and yeah. the and the dancing pot. The dead the elf year. pet. There's a, a basically uh, they took the wisp animation. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Summer festival. Red, mm-hmm. So. Totem Caller taught me to call it the dead elf pet. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, shout out to Totem. <laughs> Welcome back. I haven't seen you on in a while. And I know I haven't been on, so please don't yell at me. <laughs> um, You've been on a lot. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I see you on all the time. I love you. You're pretty. <laughs> it just hasn't been me. Uh, I've been chained to my desk at work. And I don't have a desk, so that says something. Wow. We're a hoteling workplace. I have a laptop. Oh, I live off the laptop. No, believe me, I don't want a desk. I don't want an office. If I'm hoteling, I can hide. Yeah, I was going to say, you never can be found. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at work? Sure, I'm at work. You can see me on the Wi-Fi. (laughs) So this would be like, you know, where's Io? It's like, where's Waldo? (laughs) Something like that. little red stocking cap and (laughs) where's Io? 
Oh boy! Oh, be afraid. Man. Be very afraid. No yeah. kidding. All right, we've yeah, we definitely wandered on that one. Uh, that's but fun. yeah, lots of fun. So I have a dancing pot, and I don't know it. Yep. Oh, I rock. There you go. Awesome. Actually, you rock. All wife yeah. aggro is wiped out as of now. <laughs> See, all you got to do is give me in. the right stuff. You, <laughs> what? Need to get her to log in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm logged in right now, and if I can get my stuff done today, I can log in later and actually play for a little while, Mister. I played five hours, so I couldn't the other day. Yeah, yeah I did. you played five hours. That meant I was watching Nemesis. I played with sleep anyway. Yeah. At which point, I was so sick, I went right to bed, too. Which is a kind of recurring theme, unfortunately. Uh. Yeah. Um, mm. Did you oh. ever get your point, your pet off of a hoon? No. Yeah. Uh. Rat bastard. Never, never saw it, it either. Never even had a chance to roll on it. Never dropped it once. Um, I got a healing cloak for Io off of him. Oh, okay. Another thing you need to check on. Um <laughs> <laughs> an hour relearn your character <laughs> see if i tell hey, her that's it uh, both if the I tell shit her, list right now if i tell her i respect bringing home money so that we keep our house and everything's balanced. details details I'm just and you guys hey. are giving me crap I'm uh, like, i love you you are pretty <laughs> thank god oh boy <laughs> so anyway I think this is a fairly epic tangent. Yeah, it's pretty good. We, we covered a lot of quick topics here. I like it. Rapid fire. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. My two weeks were uh, spent dying in raids and getting some badges and working on some malts, and that's pretty much it. Well, that's actually a decent segue into announcing uh, show after next. We're okay. going to try and keep up on keeping people appraised right. of what topics are coming. Uh, so next week will be our final Outland uh, Masters of Five, Walking Night Crips. Okay. Week after oh, that. Oh, God. It felt like we already did that. <laughs> yeah. No, you only wish. Uh, you know, all right. Oh, God. We'll we had to do, do that. that. Kept putting that one off because yeah. it's a tough one. Yep. <laughs> uh, we will be doing a transitioning from five-man instancing to ten-man rating. Okay. And talking about what the changing expectations of your particular role may be, uh, methods of gearing yourself up in preparation for the harder content. Right. Uh, the likely content you're going to be facing, which in this case will be Karazhan, right. which is the entry-level 10-man, uh, which I've actually done enough of to be able to speak at least intelligently yeah. about. I can make the rest of it up. Um, so there's a thread started on the forums, www.wcreader.com slash forum. My wife is grinning at me, and now I need to know why. Oh, the uh, rating party um, says that I can... First, they said I can see the stare that Iolite... I can feel the stare that Iolite is giving Gnomewise. Mm-hmm. And then another one said, um, yeah, he's going to the little house in the backyard. Yeah. At which point I said, <laughs> that's pretty funny, but we don't have a dog, so... <laughs> no, but we do have a hammock that has no roof over it, and that's where I have to go. Hmm. At least you're by you mean a pool. the one that if you roll out of it wrong, you fall into the pool <laughs> and die? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's piranhas. <laughs> you're done. They're only a little ones. Oh, he was out of town last weekend. Just on a complete tangent. Right, he was out of go. town last weekend. I, I I woke up, walked downstairs, looked out into the backyard, and our pool uh-huh. was bright green. Wow. I mean. Bright green, like friendly character green over the, I mean, Gatorade. just Gatorade wow. green. It was disgusting. And so, um, being a chick, 
<laughs> I called our best friends and I called the the husband. Um, brain this would be brain freeze. Yep. And I called him and I said, you know, my husband's out of town. I really don't want him to come home to this. Right. It's another day till he comes home. Please, what do I do? And in 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 very good friend form, he told me step by step exactly what to do to treat the pool right. and kill the algae bloom that was coming up in the pool. And I'm sitting there, and I'm so proud of myself because I go out there and I get to do this whole thing, and I'm like, yeah. yes, I just did a guy thing. Nice. <laughs> I succeeded at it. <laughs> it's like, it's like for me, if it requires more than a screwdriver, no, <laughs> it's his job if it requires more than a screwdriver. Um, I love my honey. So they get lots of shock then into the pool? Um, I Yeah, a little bit of acid. Yep. About a quart of acid and then two packets of the, the chlorine the sh- pool right. shock. Um, and the pool actually fizzed at me. Yep. It went <laughs> at me. Angrily. And I was like, whoa. And in the space of about mm, six minutes, maybe yep. five minutes, the pool turned from bright green to white. Whoa. <laughs> white. Not not clear, <laughs> not blue, white. And whoa. I went, I'm not putting my finger in there. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how long it's going to be before I'm able to actually swim in that thing again. I was going to say, it'd be great if he got back from his trip and be like, ah, oh, time to jump in the pool. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I fixed <Honey>. it. <laughs> yeah, I well, love he... my honey. She is so girly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm actually not that uh, not that girly. No. I'm, I'm one of the tougher chicks that I know. But... <laughs> and that's one of the things I love about you. You are not... Dainty or timid? No, definitely not either of those. Thank goodness. All woman, but not. But definitely a shout out to Brain Freeze for killing for... the algae in our pool. <laughs> he did battle against the algae monster for me. Right. <laughs> ho, ha, ha, guard, turn, parry, dot, spin, thrust. It's like killing those, uh, the goo in um, oh, the, the mon- acid oozes. pools. Yep. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. By, yeah. That's what it was. Hellfire, yeah. That's what it was, just in real life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you find any like uh, digested skulls or rusted weapons when you were done? I found a couple of pool sponges that were pretty <laughs> disgusting. Honey, I was looting the pool and... Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I believe that brings us in a very tangential way to our first music break. And continuing the theme of attempting to take listener-submitted music and include it in the podcast. Our first track today, after various advertisements, will be from Cake or Death. And the name of the track is End. The cake's a lie, though. Cake or Death. Mm, okay. I believe that's an, it's Eddie, a lie. It's an Eddie Izzard uh, reference. Have you ever heard that? I will find it for you, because it is much hilarity. Okay. Okay. You are listening to <laughs> Casually Hardcore, live on my radio. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. And I'm Grail. And we will be back right after this. You're listening to Casually Hardcore, only on WCRadio.com. Where's my drink? Ah, the good old days, when all the guildies really wanted was to swim in a pool of epics. These days, forming and maintaining a guild is a lot harder than just keeping the players in line. They want to be able to see their own DKP at a glance. They want their own forums. They want a site that's fast and looks professional and clean. More work? Why waste time doing all that yourself when you can get everything and more from MyGuildHost.com? 
MyGuildHost.com comes from the people who brought you UGT Ventrilo service. That means low prices, great service, and enough features to drown an entire tribe of Murlocs in. If you want to move from your old host, well, MyGuildHost.com allows you to auto-import your EQDKP, so the transition is easier than a bug shade of a karma. What, you, you still wipe on him? Well, we can't help you with that, I'm afraid. See what My Guild Host can do for you and your guild by checking out MyGuildHost.com. My name is Total Biscuit, and I am of the firm belief that Savage 2 is by far the best multiplayer title to come out in years. The reasons are many and varied. The gameplay styles are hugely diverse, ranging from deadly melee combat, to infiltration, to sniping, to siege warfare, to summoning, to healing, to building, to commanding, and much more besides. The world is lush and beautiful, and the battles pitched and hard-fought between two very different factions. I truly believe that. Cut, cut, cut. What? What's wrong? Well, you see, you're telling the truth about the game. Well, what's wrong with that? In today's gaming world, people don't go for that. They want pizzazz. They want epic. They don't want to know how awesomely fantastic a game is, or how you have to be borderline insane not to spend the measly sum of $29.99 on purchasing this one-of-a-kind FPS RTS RPG hybrid multiplayer title. Oh, so what you're telling me is they don't care how amazingly deep, complex, and well-designed the game is, they just want explosions, rock music, and epic voiceovers. Exactly. Now take it from the top. Do you like lasers? Do you like bears? Do you like bears with lasers? Do you like bears with lasers that explode and shoot lightning from their hands? Do you like bears with lasers that explode, shoot lightning from their hands, and breathe acid in your face? Can you name one of the game that has all of these things and truckloads more besides? Didn't think so! Purchase Savage 2 for only $29.99 at s2games.com Or if for some unearthly reason you're still unsure about how this game will change your life, check out the 5R free trial. Be a part of the most innovative team-based multiplayer title ever created, Savage 2. Part FPS, part RTS, part RPG, all animal. Warning, this game does not actually contain lasers. They are technically beams of channel lightning that look like lasers. The creatures may or may not be bears, but look and sound remarkably similar to bears, so you can just pretend that you're alive.
not brain surgery. It's just a radio station. Although we do mess with your head from time to time. From Tanaris all the way to Nobregon, this is WOW Radio. And lo, we return. This is Casually Hardcore Live on WoW Radio, and Grail is just realizing that he forgot to... Muzzle my dog. Oh, dear, oh, dear. My dog's name is Rogue. She lives up to the name. (laughs) I don't mean she absorbs powers. She's a thief and a destroyer. So, this is going to be an interesting home to go to. Thief (laughs) and a destroyer. All right. Yep. So, on to main topic. Pre-announced topic, Tank Talk. Tank talk. talk. So we will have two out of the three perspectives we had planned to have. Yep. Uh, hey, who cares about paladins? Oh, <laughs> hey is so going to hand you your ass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Sheesh. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to give you two of the perspectives uh, on tanking yep. from the prot warrior and bear tank perspective. Um I what? will chime in with healing perspective when and if you so desire. Well, they are closely linked because really the core element of any group is always going to be a tank and a healer. Well, yeah, I mean, you're two critical roles. You have to have, at least with the, the game design as it currently is, you've got to have a damage taker and a damage mitigator. So you've got to have a tank of some kind and a healer of some kind. Right. So they're irrevocably, irrevocably linked. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And the other three pieces, if you're doing a five-man, are variable that can change based on what you're going up against, whether you need crowd control of a particular kind. But damage dealers are generally what fill out those other three pieces, and you can mix and match those. What I'd like to have come out of this for you is, for those of you who have never tanked, to perhaps give you some perspective on what your tank needs from you. Okay. So what I run into a lot, you know, what can really kill a pug for me, or even um, you know, a guild run sometimes when people aren't paying attention or don't know what it's like to have ever tanked, is people that can make your life really difficult. Right. Um, this would be the people who open up right at the beginning. Yeah. And opening don't up Don't let can, you really establish a firm hold on aggro. Right. And just don't understand the mechanics of how a tank of different kinds generates aggro and how much time may be involved or uh, how important it may be to stay on target. Right. Right. Um, Staying on target. Yeah. <laughs> stay, on stay on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. Yeah. Uh, porkins. Yep. Poor Porky. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, there's that. There's some other things and this is one of the things that I was always annoyed with and then I played a rogue and I understand now more why they do it. But <laughs> Especially for a, a warrior, and I'm guessing maybe someone on the druid side as well, is having a rogue come in and stunlock your target right off the bat, and you get <laughs> no rage generation yes. at all, and suddenly you can't get aggro. <laughs> so let's make that our very first yeah. Yeah, point. Yeah, rage generation. For right. bear tanks and warriors, our ability to do special moves, and our special moves is where most of our threat making the mob angry at us comes from, is based on rage generation. Exactly. A little red bar underneath our health bar. And rage is generated by two things. Hitting, and more importantly, being hit. hit. Right. So if a rogue stunlocks the target and the mob just stands there, what happens? <laughs> you watch, if you have Kate or Omen or something that shows a threat meter, you watch the rogue go way high, yep. and possibly the healer go way high, and the tank stays really low. Because <laughs> all you're doing is auto attack, yeah. and I have no rage for my specials. Right. 
And my impression from talking to Glola is that it is similar for um, a paladin, because while they don't generate mana from being hit, the more the mobs hit them, the more reactive right. things happen to the mobs that make them angry at the paladin. Yeah. Well, not only that, but the one of the big things for paladins are when they get hit, they're taking damage. The healer heals them, and mm-hmm. they get mana from the heal. Mm-hmm. So that's how they become mana-starved. If they're not taking damage, healers aren't healing, they're not getting mana. Yep. So And mana is the challenge for the tank For the, for the tank Well, Correct. yeah, and I've got... Um, we had a... Uh, person in in who's in the party today actually sent a on healing in paladin tanks okay mm-hmm. sent an email out so just to give a little background since glow is not here um topics healing in paladin tanks this topic starts with two words spiritual attunement the technical ability of spiritual attunement is a passive ability that gives the paladin mana when healed by other friendly target spells the amount of mana gained is equal to x percent of the amount healed this can be essential for a pally tank when it comes to long-term fights such as raid bosses or five mans right. it's important that your healer understands how this works and that overheals don't help in this respect either conversely the tank also does not need to have a high mitigation that they never take damage otherwise the heals do little in the way of mana regeneration and you end up using more mana um than seal of wisdom gives back and begin to lose threat as you start losing the mana to do correct um just that i toss out that paladin's perspective on healers as we need you guys on a level above any other tanking class much love to my druid priest shamans and brother other paladin brothers that keep me going yep this from uh conquest 70 blood elf paladin undermine yeah yes i'm in your battle group killing your dudes (laughs) <laughs> that's a uh, that's a big big point uh, for for the pally tank for the warrior and druid. We're more interested in getting hit just for the rage. We but yeah, we're not yeah. the heals to us is what keeps us going. They don't have any effect on our rage at all. But timing of heals the at the beginning of a fight, right? Especially a multi-target fight. Yes, there's more than one mob. The healer has to play chicken a little bit mm-hmm. and let the tank takes some damage because say we're going up against four mobs right the tank needs to kind of go through those targets one at a time and lay one or two special attacks on them that make them really jump up in hatred so that the mob hates the the various mobs hate the mob the tank enough so that when the heal arrives from the healer. Right. The amount of healing aggro that the the healer gets does not exceed what it, the tank has yeah, on them. On any of the targets. On any of them. Which is the trick then, right. see, especially for a druid or a uh, warrior tank, because mm-hmm. we can't just drop a consecration. We don't have the <laughs> pally ability to just yank everybody on. Pallians have a beautiful on, ability yeah. to AOE tank. Right. They have several abilities that just make everything around them really continuously hate the hate the paladin. Yep. And so it's less of a concern. You still want to wait a little while to heal the paladin. Yeah. Let them take damage so you can then give them their mana back by healing them, as we just talked about. But communicate with your tank. Say, okay, I've got four mobs here, and as a bear tank, my swipe attack hits a maximum of three targets at a time. So there's always going to be one of them that gets left out until I tab over to them or click over to them and put some lacerates on them. Right. So, you know, give me, I will you know, tell the healer, give me 15 seconds. Give me until I tell you right. to start healing Let me. Let me get some just, aggro first. Right. You have to know if your tank yeah. is well geared 
um, and, or, and has potioned up properly, they will have a buttload of help of health and, and armor. Have, <clears throat> you know, a lot of of damage mitigation. So even though they're getting hit, you know, they're not going to drop alarmingly low. You fifty know, percent is not too scary. Right. Um, I, I, you know, interestingly, though, for a healer watching that, mm-hmm. it is scary, especially right. when your heals aren't as big because you have so much health, you can't move their health back as quickly as quickly to, Which you know, exactly 80, 90, 100 percent. Yeah, it's it is very nerve wracking for a healer to watch the tanks health and armor health go down that way no, it's, it's, especially it's, it goes when, against you know, everything you've been you, trained you, you yeah. plop life bloom on them you plop rejuve on them and then you you plop um regrowth on them and those you know your three heals over time and that's moving them you know 10 percent, just a little bit five percent six percent it just depends on how much and then the damage continues so yep. you're fighting that battle to get their their health up to the 80% mark mm-hmm. but where you've got a little bit of room that if they take a couple of crits in a row they're not dead right cuz if you i mean that if you take a couple of crits right mm-hmm. in a row when You're you hurting. when you are at you know 40% healers are going to have a really hard time bringing you back and that's really hard time. that's where we'll get into i think more of the gear because it again it will depend on what type of tank you have yep. from a warrior's perspective if you have a well-geared warrior who's pushing a very high amount of defense um 490 or 500 or so they shouldn't be getting critted hardly at all then for right. if you have a bear tank you know a well-geared bear tank is going to have so much mitigation from armor that again even if they do get credit it shouldn't be Overwhelming. It just depends on how well of a, you you know you got to take a look at your tank's gear before I guess you start doing the heals. Mm-hmm. And the other point is, is on those three spells you just mentioned, your your uh, your hots basically or heals over time. Mm-hmm. Those can be thrown on before the pull, mm-hmm. and that's big because then you have those. Now, does that generate aggro to you though? Once the pull happens, no, not okay. if you put them on before the combat starts. Once the once the combat starts, everything right, goes in. Right. But the if list you just, is established. If you're just yes. dropping the heals on the tank before they engage, then you're okay. Okay. But you got to remember that those heals, you know, they're doing little chunks right. over time, and so it's not. And some of them don't last very long. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you put them on too early, I'm burning mana yep. to put them on you, and they're not helping you as much. Yeah. Over well, the course of yeah, that. Yeah, obviously the timing then comes into it, making sure you get them on right as the pull happens. And priests have a, uh, I forget the name, prayer, prayer mending. mending, that's it, where Reactive it basically heal. hits you for 900 or 900 heal or something along those lines uh, as soon as you the take first damage. time you take a, a shot. Now, another thing that some priests like to do, which <laughs> as a warrior, I personally hate it. Don't they, do it. Yeah, don't shield the warrior when they're, they're doing the pull. That... Yeah, because you're up sparing them the damage. Yeah, basically we're not getting hit, and yet again we're no rage-starved. Rage no rage. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got to get yeah. damage in order to get your rage. If anything, throw the shield on the rogue. Yes. Yeah, if, if, you, <laughs> if you must yeah, shield, if you if must shield fight, somebody, or if you have a hunter pulling, shield the hunter. <laughs> that's perfectly okay. Death can be resisted. Yeah, but uh, don't shield the warrior or the druid. We don't, yeah, we don't like that much. Um, so, yeah. But that's that's basically the first starting of what we'd look at for, yeah. for tanks. So when you're engaging whatever, you know, if it's a single mob, not as big of a deal. Uh, multiple target. Um, give the tank some time right. to get everything angry at him. 
less important with a paladin tank, more yes. important with a bear or a, a prot warrior. And you know, healer, brace yourself, hold off on the heels slightly when it's a multi-target pull, so we don't get one running off uh, to, right go, to, you. to right. go kill yeah. the healer. Right, healing aggro, healing yeah. aggro, especially if you unexpectedly crit heal. Yeah. Crit heals are a wonderful thing, except for at the beginning of the fight. It's like, wow, I just healed you for 6,000, and the mob's coming to kill me. Exactly. Because it thinks I'm the god of healing. Okay. That's true. That that can happen. So, yeah, you you have to get your aggro, or you have to allow us some time with some quality time with our targets. And the same Um, goes for DPSers. Exactly. And especially from DPSers, and again, this comes back to the first point we made, is stay on your target. Yes. There should be some sort of symbols or some sort of kill order that you have. Now, normally, and this is another big thing for tanks, is normally as a tank, you're going to be the one setting up that kill order. Yes. Especially in a pug, it just seems to go if you're tanking it you're you're, you're basically leading the group through the instance yep. there are exceptions but f- in general that would be the rule yeah, that's the that is the rule yeah. if you're tanking it you're leading the group right i'm generally glad to let someone else mark yeah because i get burned out on having to lead all yep. the time so do i <laughs> but interestingly enough they've established somehow the social rules of gaming have, have established that tanks will lead and will yeah. mark. And so, and that's because you have to instigate the fights. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a natural, there, there's a natural expectation that you're going to, if you're going to instigate, if you're going to start things, then you're making decisions. Yeah. You're in charge. Um, and it is a, a, a real challenge sometimes. I, I just haven't seen... You know, I've seen raids mm-hmm. where you might have the healer who's actually the raid leader or one right. of the healers who's the raid leader and his saying the main tank will do these things. But that's different from a five-man, even a ten-man in a lot of ways. Correct. Yep. So you, you do see that, that deferral going out there. Right. And so with that then, suddenly not only do you have to do your job, but you have to know the instance. You yep. have to know the abilities of the mobs you're about to pull or monsters you're about to pull. And you have to you have to understand what needs to be crowd controlled, what needs to die first, mm-hmm. what you know, and what what to be wary of. In don't, what's going on? Don't mark the spellcaster to be frozen by the hunter because it's right. not going to close with them. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pain Things for the hunter to do it. Definitely right. Um, in a melee class, so it'll run to the yeah. hunter. Yeah, I mean, um, even from a basic standpoint, is know what mobs heal mm-hmm. in the dungeon because uh, yeah. that you either need them a first. Sheep. Yeah, or it's, it's either a sheep or it dies first. Yeah. That's usually right. the 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 determination to make yeah, on crowd it. Crowd control or death. Right, and you have to pick or death. Yeah. Yep. By the way, uh, shout out to Snow Scar who's shown up for the party. Hey. Um, Long time. And thank you. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. It was great. Uh, fireworks and everything, too. There must have been something special going on. From 4th of July. 4th of July. That there were some awesome fireworks. Right. So, um, you know, some of the feedback is, uh, at least from the Gray Void, is that they always assume that DPS is the first one to die. Um, and, you know... It, <laughs> They know their mages are expendable. They not, know that. Not sort if a of rogue thing. has vanished up, he better yeah. not die. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. Bye. I'm out of here. I'm gonna dance in the corner. Yeah, fame death. For hunters. <laughs> there's just no way out in some of the places. Yeah, it's poor pretty... healers are just doomed. Yeah, there's. I mean, priests have fade. Or yes. What, what's, is that was called fade? Yep. yep. Um, druids have nothing, um, unless you're really good. Um, I have been able to pull off a power shift to cat form and a cower. Ah, and you can macro that. Huh. So if you're listening, druids, and you are healing aggro challenge, and maybe you're healing a low a low geared group, and you're well geared healer, 
Um, hopefully, you'll have a lot of stamina, so you'll right. have a lot of life. <coughs> but you can... It is possible to power shift into cat form, which gives you a cower, which is an aggro drop. Right. And then power shift back to tree, um, which as a tactic I have had work successfully. Okay. Well, so you have that. You have to have knowledge, obviously, of the mobs. You also have to... Personally, I've never felt I needed really to know what my healer was doing. I just know that the healer should be healing me, so mm-hmm. I leave that more on their end. But you do have to understand your crowd control options and the timing of those options. Yep. Um, you also need to know, you know, when you're looking at the gear of your healer, you need to know when you need a backup healer. You know, right. some of the, some of the, um, even the five man instances on heroic, some of the boss fights. If you have a backup healer in the group, it's nice to put them on notice and let them know oh, yeah. simply because if your healer is slightly undergeared or is a little bit mana challenged it's nice to have someone who's picking up and you can focus the healer on the main tank and then try and keep everybody else up Correct. fight maybe a little bit longer you may switch someone from heal uh, from dps to healing halfway right. through especially if it's a paladin who's the secondary in the in the group that's nice to have oh yeah or, I mean, um, a shaman. There's a lot. Yeah, there, a lot of the classes out there that can heal can easily sub in as DPS or be spec DPS and still fulfill that. And I think a, a big part of the tank shortage that a lot of I think all servers experience at one time or another right. is not that necessarily not a lot of people are playing tanking classes is that we experience tank burnout right? because we are responsible for all of this stuff. Yeah. And after a while, especially if you get an abusive pug that, that right. starts giving you grief. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about that, would you? No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. To the idiot who was... Nah, I'm not even going to go there. Um, <laughs> Don't give him the time on air. No. Nope. The... You just... It makes it not fun after a while. Right. Which makes you want to go play your DPS class. Which and that that's good. Fun. The funny thing I've seen, at least on our server on Ice Crown, is there are actually tons of tanks for guilds. Guilds. Yes. I mean, uh, the guild I'm in for raiding guild. It's like every week we have three tank apps coming mm-hmm. in, and we've had to close it down because we just don't have any spots for them in raids. So there's a lot of tanks out there, but they just don't like the pug anymore. Right. So you always see when you're trying to do a pickup group. Suddenly, you can't find. You always are lacking that tank. It seems like mm-hmm. so. There is that balance right now. So I think it's the pugs have driven them away. Yes, but yeah. Well, yeah, the pugs have driven them away, and sometimes it's just you know, you build up a, a, a series of alts so that you don't always have to take that responsibility, right? And so that you can still go through and run. I mean, so why do I create? You know, why do you create a rogue? Right. Mm-hmm. Right when you when you're out playing Izzy, because I like it's to own nice. faces. That's annoying. Yeah, well, you get to own face. You also get Steppy to stab. Yeah. You, you also get to abdicate that responsibility. Oh, yeah. and just I just want to play. Yeah. Right. One of the things I so. really enjoyed about I had a tremendous amount of fun on that Kara run was because I was not tanking. Right. I got to bust out my cat gear. Yep. And I got to score third place on three of the boss fights. There you go. Who says ferals can't DPS? And the one guy who was always who was doing about twenty percent of the raid DPS was a Sunwell geared hunter, so I didn't feel too badly about that one. It's like, hey, you go, go yep. kill the bad guy. But all I had to do was show up, know where I needed to stand, and do my damage. Exactly. 
I was able to you know, switch over to my bear gear for the important bits, you know, nether spice right. where you could rotate me in for the red beam, um, and the various other fights where there's just you know one too many big elite pulls where they okay off tank this one, will you? Yep. Okay, here I go. Yep. Uh, but mostly, you know, ninety percent of the time in that run, I was just in cat mode, which was wee fun. I don't exactly. have to do any thinking. I don't have to make any decisions. No, yeah, or marking. You don't have to convince me. me about the fact that tanks burn out. I, yeah. I definitely got tired of yeah, it doing yeah. it for three years. Where do you exactly. think my bear came from? Um, like, oh, hey, Grail's playing Izzy all the time. Yeah. We need that. Though. Actually, we need an actual heal. tank. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so in in the times when I do tanks. Back on the crowd control note, yes. one of the things to be aware of from a crowd control perspective is, as a tank, you usually like that spread out some. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, especially if you're if you're using crowd control, it's assumed you're pulling multiple mobs. Then, if you're pulling multiple mobs, the tank has to be able to, especially for a warrior, and I'm assuming druid, we have to be able to switch targets really quick to build the threat on the ones we do have to tank. Yep. So having a sheep in the middle of that is a pain in the butt. One of the because, most annoying yeah, things. Trying is, to pull the sheep out of the yeah, middle of the fight. I, well, because a swipe. Yep. Can't use right. Thunderclap. Yeah. Everything. It's, it was like such a letdown. Yeah. A couple of patches ago, they had right to like a day before the patch released. Yeah. They were going to have swipe and thunderclap and all those and multi shot for hunters no longer break crowd control. Yeah. And I was just swinging from the rafters. Woohoo! Yay! And they left it in for the paladin. And they took it out for all the other classes, and I guess they've, they've been observing, you know, the results of that uh, and what their thinking was. But oh, so close, right? And so I was understand there. What what we as tanks would like from you, crowd controllers, is to put them over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Sheep the sheep back where the group started. Right, hunter pull far off to one side or the other and let us cluster the remaining guys all together because we're going to be doing attacks that will break crowd control anywhere near us. Uh, For a bear, it's three mobs in front of us. Right. For a warrior, it's going to be anything in a 360-degree arc right. around you with, for Thunderclap. And right. Do you have sweeping strikes as well? Um, no. For a warrior, if you, uh, you have cleave, but really you wouldn't use that. At least I personally don't. The main things to build the initial threat is going to be your Thunderclap, uh, quick switch to Berserker Stance, drop a Whirlwind, hit everything around you, switch back, and then maybe throw up a Demoralizing Shout. But usually by that time, I'm already starting to hit a couple Devastates to get Sunders up on individual mobs. Right. Like Usually two sunders and then uh, move back to whatever the primary kill target is. By then I have taunt back up. I can taunt it back if some DPS has exceeded taunt, me on taunt, it. Taunt. But you're stance dancing through that whole thing. A little there. bit. But warriors yeah. can actually keep their rage if they have some... Uh, actually, they're built in with 10 rage they can keep and they can talent it up to 25. So it's u- you're usually able to, to bounce back and forth. And again, it's just having hotkeys and being able to macro that, that piece together. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, as as a as a tank in a group, crowd control is the responsibility of the class that's doing the crowd control. As long as you're not in the group, then I'm going to leave it up to you. If a hunter's ice trapping, then that hunter has that responsibility for that mob. If yep. the, it resists the trap, I'm expecting that hunter's pet is going to come and taunt and keep it off the hunter for long enough for that trap to come back up. Mm-hmm. If a mage gets a resist on a sheep, I'm expecting a nice nova, uh, frost nova, and then. Uh, he backs off and resheeps the the mob. Yep. So a lot of it. The only one that I you can't go back to is sap. 
Right. So as a tank, you have to be very aware. If you're using a rogue to sap, you just kind of have an internal clock going in your head or you have a mod that tells you it. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you know you're hitting about that 30-second mark, spin your camera around and start looking for that mob. Find him and talk. Yeah, because he's going to come charging in. So that's a, a big one to, to be aware of as well. A sap is a beautiful thing because, by definition, the mob will always stay back where it started because exactly. it gets sapped first. Right. It falls to us to remember to let the rogue sap before we pull. <laughs> and then not pull the sap target. Correct. <laughs> I've screwed that up before. <laughs> as we all. No, no, no tanks are perfect. but right. um, Additionally, there is some underused um, crowd control. If uh, you have a good warlock with you oh, yeah. that has the macros set up, to and it's an area where this can work without getting you all killed. Um, to bounce back and forth between the curses to make the mob fear away, run back, fear right. away, run back. I've seen warlocks who have taken the time to learn this technique. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it is incredibly useful to have another. And fear lands on more stuff yep. than a lot of the other crowd controls will. Right, but you've got to really understand the technique, and you've got to fear them into areas that aren't the other mobs. Well, that's the yeah. beauty of this macroing system: is they lay a curse that makes them no longer heed the fear. So if they see them running someplace nasty, they pull them back. Right. Um, some warlocks are so obsessed with DPS that they don't want to have their attention taken away from blowing stuff up. Right. And I'd rather not pug with you. Um, if you are willing to be a team player and do this crowd control thing, it's it's very nice to have that as an option. Yep. Um, and then they also have the succubus pet, which yes. can also do crowd control on humanoid mobs. Uh, that's that's also works pretty well. Um, then you also have druids have limited Cyclone. crowd control. It's one of the big announcements that came out of Warlord uh, Invitational is Entangling Roots Indoors yeah. will be happening. Nice. Polymorph is going to work on a lot more stuff like demons. Right. Uh, they were going to play with uh, Cyclone and decided to just give us Entangling Roots Indoors instead. Yeah. And Cyclone, I mean, that's a nice kind of get out of like, uh-oh, the priest got a- or the druid got aggro, throw yep. the Cyclone back off, and then hopefully the tank gives you the it eight up. seconds to. But when you're dealing with beasts, you have hibernate. Yes. So then that often is often overlooked. That's a very that that's a pretty good crowd control because it can be reapplied them. and reapplied and reapplied exactly. without diminishing returns. Yes. So that one works well. So, um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Everything else is more of the cyclone. It's it's a limited nature for how long you can hold it. And also maybe it. an emergency. Ah! Yeah, like rogues have blind. Right. So you can toss that up and you get six seconds of love. And that's a good one. Because <laughs> um, I've seen really good rogues that I've run with just as a matter of form when the... Sap They're breaks. aware of when the sap breaks and they're right there with the blind. Yep. And just It's just part of the sap. And it just gives you yeah a little extra time for the tank to finish its target or yep. get in position to pick it up for sure. Tank's job is to really communicate well what the kill order is. Yes. And be consistent about it. Yep. So we're going to kill skull, orange, X, diamond, square, whatever. Yep. Just communicate it. Remind people if they don't appear to be paying attention. Right. Yeah. Kick them when they don't. (laughs) Well, and one of the problems people run into is they go, okay, there's a kill order. They get it. They understand. And then they follow the tank's target. Right. And understand the tank doesn't necessarily stay on the same target because we have to keep building aggro on everything. Right. So don't just assist off the tank. Follow the the lucky charm symbols. Do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) Exactly. And that's that's an important one because some people will, will automatically just target the target's target. Right. And it's not good. No, you've got to pay attention. So i got to be moving my target on to, to land lacerates on mobs to keep them angry at me. Correct. Especially if I'm in a situation where I can't swipe. 
um, demoralizing roar is okay and is a nice non-crowd control breaking, but it doesn't generate the same amount oh. of rage or a, of aggro as hitting something. Correct. Um, so yeah, stay on target. Stick with the target order. Crowd controllers understand your responsibility of dealing with when it goes horribly wrong. Right. Like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, retrap it, fear it, whatever. Dip. Ice, or frost over it, and then sheep it again, whatever. Yep. So um, the other thing that you'll run into as a tank, especially in five mans or, or lesser amount, is at some time the, there will be a break where the crowd control just fails yep. or a mob gets away from you or two mobs get away from you, and they're on two different targets. And then you get to make that you know choice. Between who lives and who dies? Who, who do you try to save first? And usually it's going to be the healer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, without a doubt, if it's on two DPS, then you're kind of whichever's closest. But for the most part, as a tank, your number one priority is making sure the person keeping you alive is alive. Because if the two of you die, it's very over. difficult. <laughs> yeah, if you lose the healer and you, you're not down the last mob, it's going to be a, 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 probably a wipe. Oxaris would like to note that, uh, by the way, hots generate aggro each tick, not just at the initial cast. Right. So, so it's even good if to you know land on ahead of time. Yep. Yeah. As they're ticking. Yeah. Yeah, so the initial cast wouldn't, but... But you will get the tick, so... Um, The other thing that I would say is that just from the healing perspective, it is always good if someone reiterates, all right, what's your priority in terms of healing? I mean, obviously the main tank is always your number one priority, and you keep that. Um, But if there is something where it's like, no, it's really imperative that you keep the lock up because we Mm -hmm. need this ability in this fight, we need to know that. Um, especially if it's a new fight we haven't done before. Right. That comes back to we have to understand the fight so we can say, okay, we're going to be all taking AOE damage at these particular times. Right. right. Don't panic. But then it comes down to, yes, you have to keep the entire group up. Right. And that's a you know, whole please, healing challenge. You know, please save your please save your battle res. Please. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. When you Because there have been many times when I have burnt my battle res mm-hmm. and I shouldn't have. Yep. In hindsight. In hindsight, yeah. And then someone got mad at me or someone else, and it's like, look, you know. You didn't tell me. Yeah. Yeah. It just, this, yeah, that's the way it went down. First um, person died. I brought them back. I didn't know the warlock was the most important person in the world for this fight because I've never done it before. Right. The other thing that um, that I would say is that, you know, I've met a lot of healers who do this attitude of, well, even though I'm the healer, I'm going to kind of stay in the middle of the fight and I'm going to whack things as I'm healing. DPS healer. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and But it's not that they're casting. They're just in there with their mace with the number one, you know, <laughs> number one on whacking things because they're going to do what they can to help the fight. And, I'm, and my attitude is I'm back here. Yeah. As far from the action as I can get. And thank you for that. So we can see clearly so, a mob break and head. Yeah. Like, oh, same thing. Right, either. right. I'm not taking accidental damage as they do AOE right. damage. I'm not taking, I'm, I'm back away as far as I can. And I just don't agree with the healers who are, I'm going to be in the middle of the action. Oh, yeah. Well, I think and that's, it's, it's you just don't have the armor for that. You just don't have the life for yeah, that. You shouldn't be there because there's too many times where some a mob will have cleave or something like that mm-hmm. where you'll just take damage for no reason. And if you're sitting there hitting things, unless it's a very, you know, cakewalk type instance and mm-hmm. you're just goofing off, 
why generate extra threat by hitting things with your mace or wanding it or whatever else you're doing? Right. When you're going to generate even more threat than when you're healing, it just why doesn't DPS make respect sense. shadow? Right. <laughs> so, right. I just I I've met a couple of priests that are like that. I haven't actually run into. I'm sure there are a bunch of druids. And everyone other, plays other yeah. people out there that are exactly. doing that. But and actually the the black void has a good point um there's also if you're actually in melee range of the mob you're then taking melee aggro which is uh, when you're ranged you have a, a buffer of aggro mm-hmm. it's like 10 percent or so whereas if you're standing in melee range you're gonna you're basically as soon as you exceed the threat of the tank you're you're Your own. it's on you so that but from a tanking perspective then another big thing is positioning mm-hmm. um you know, with the with AOE pulls or with pulls where you have multiple mobs, a lot of it's just going to be holding them and keeping them together for you. But normally, you want to get a facing so that you're facing the mob away from the ray. That's going to be pretty much a general rule to always do. Your rogues and stuff like that will want to hit from behind. And so yeah, there are fights where that's you know where there's things like tail swipes for dragon kin that where that will be different, but exactly generally speaking, the reflex of the tank will be to take the big bad guy and face him away from all the nice people who are right. keeping him alive, and keep the squishies behind where they won't be noticed. Right. Uh, so we are going to go to the break here. When we return, I believe we'll talk about some gear, yes, um, things to look for in your tank and things to look for as a tank. And we also need to do our email and shout out segment. But of course. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Wild Radio. We will be back right after this. The listener-submitted song for this section will be from Nolwood and is entitled Fight the Good Fight. Thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Veronica from Revision 3's Techzilla, and you are listening to WoW Radio. Okay, guys, listen up. This is very important, so listen closely. When you see the blizzard being cast, do any of us stand still. Run away from it. Just stand where you are. And remember, when you see the rings of fire appear on the floor, you must stop at any Move or turn or do anything. It is imperative that you do this, otherwise you'll wipe the raid. Everybody clear? Okay, let's go. Has this ever happened to you? Is your guild suffering from a breakdown in communication? Then you need a premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. Choose your location and choose from some of the cheapest servers around and have your new server set up in minutes. Unlike many other providers, low prices don't mean crippled servers. UGT Servers lets you choose from premium quality codecs for the best sound quality around at no extra charge. And you can even let your entire guild share the cost of the server using the unique guild deposit system. Doesn't your guild deserve the best? Get your premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. That's UGTServers.com. And enjoy crystal clear voice communication.
WOW Radio, we don't even lift a finger to get our work done. We have a trained chimp do it for us. <laughs> no! And we are back live on WOW Radio with Casually Hardcore, resuming our tanking talk. Yes. Which is an actual you know, topic we said would do and did. And we're yeah, doing whoa. it. It's oh the end heavens. of the world. Wow. No, no, no. The world hasn't ended. It's just gotten a little more organized. Mm-hmm. What does that say about entropy? I'm I not just sure. work here. Yep. So, gearing up your tank. Correct. Um, prot warriors and bears are pretty similar. As Somewhat. far as what the... You have... Except for the whole leather addition. requirement. Well, yeah. <laughs> what you're leather versus wear. plate. Hmm. But the things you're looking for... Warriors um, only wear leather at night. Okay. <laughs> oh, my duck, his pants have disappeared. There you go. Yeah. Leather pants, Ooh. apparently. Ooh. Yes, leather pants. So the bear has, I've never has been the a most fan basic... Of leather pants. Too much sweating. The most basic requirements. Uh, because we can't... Carry, and we can't shield block. Right. So a bear is primarily concerned with armor, stamina, and dodge. Defense? Uh, well, defense. Dirt. Okay. <laughs> defense is the common theme through all tanks. Right. Uh, the number of defense you want to shoot for varies from class to class. Yes. For bears, it is 415. Okay. Assuming you are full feral and have the points into the talent that reduces your ability to be critted. Okay. What you're seeking f- for when you build up defense is to become uncritable. Right. Meaning critical strikes will no longer land on you. Yes. Um, for a prop warrior, that magic it's number 490, is... 490, I believe. And for tank ins I have no idea. Nope, neither do I. <laughs> I assume it will be something similar to prop warriors. Probably in that, that regard, um, yeah. Resilience can... Buff that up as well because it also reduces your chance to be critted. Right. There is actually, if you go to the the discussion thread on wcradio.com under the casually hardcore discussing this show, someone actually posted a script for adding up and comparing your defense and resilience to tell you whether between them you have enough to be uncritable. Right. Because um, resilience didn't used to exist in the game, it was added. Uh, with Burning Crusade. Right. And was originally kind of thought to be, oh, it's the PvP spec. Right. Um, it actually works just fine in PvE as well. Um, it also reduces the amount of damage you take when you are critted. Yes. Um, so between resilience and defense, you can meet the goal of becoming uncritable, which makes your healer's job a lot easier. Right. Um, now... Bears cannot block. Bears cannot parry, which is a total mitigation. Right. What bears can do is get an absolutely stupid amount of armor. Yes. I've actually hit the armor cap on my bear, which is around 32,000 armor. And any more armor won't help me because I've hit the cap of 70% of all da- 75% of all damage that lands on me is reduced. Or all damage that la- physical damage that lands on me is reduced by 75% now. Right. And I've now moved on to investing in, in dodge other and, stuff. and other stuff because I even if I add more armor it doesn't get me you know, it won't the stat won't budge beyond seventy five percent mitigation. Right. So there's no point. So focus on other things. 
for a bear, for anyone, you know, focus on your defense to make yourself uncritable is a good place to start. Yep. Um, and Iron, then, Iron Scale says paladins need 490 defense to be okay. uncritable. So yes. same, as, same as a prop warrior. Yep. Yeah. So try to get your enchants and your gear up to the appropriate level for your class, and then getting yourself a lot of stamina is always a good thing. So you have a large pool of life. So when you take a big hit, it doesn't necessarily one-shot you. Right. Um, bears can drop a lot into agility because agility goes a lot of places. Yep. Agility goes to your dodge, it goes to your armor, and it goes to your crit chance. Right. Very happy thing. Um, nice all-purpose stat for a feral druid. On my specific cat gear, I prefer to just go for pure attack power, so I go for more strength and attack power. Right. But on my bear gear, it's all about agility, because uh, it goes gives you so many help in so many different areas, it's a nice stat to stack up. Now, so I've done on my bear, I've done my defense, I've done a lot of stamina and stupid amount of armor. What are your priorities as a prop warrior? Um, kittens. No. <laughs> my... My main thought would be as obviously you want to hit the the cap of 490. That's your one of your big goals to hit. At the same time, health is a major concern. So, uh you do want to get your stamina up to and I'm talking doing five mans, getting ready for Kara. You're looking for 12, 13,000 unbuffed hit points. Um obviously as you get better gear, you're going to keep wanting to add that up. Then when you get into the the three, which for us is parry, dodge, and block. Um, parry and dodge are full full out. They just missed you. So you have to weigh that against the fact that if you have a huge obscene dodge, if you're not getting hit, you're not building rage, you're not getting threat. So you don't want... It, there are fights where it's useful to have that, but overall, your your kind of general purpose tanking, you're going to want that more down in level with your shield block or and your uh, your parry. So it gives you some good options for missing, but at the same time, you're not getting completely unhitted and therefore not generating rage. So you have those three stats that you are looking at as well. Um, the thing with with warriors are is eventually you're going to want to have different sets of gear. You're going to want to have a gear that's mainly shield block. Um, which will help you in fights where you want to be able to generate rage. A lot of the times, also, you're going to use that kind of as your your high threat set. So you're going to have a fast uh, one-hand weapon, and you're going to really want to be able to generate rage. Then you're going to have a, sh- a, sh- a sp- a set of armor that is going to be mainly used for boss fights where threat generation isn't a big deal where you're you're basically if it's like a boss like say murmur uh in shadow labyrinth where he doesn't move so mm-hmm. casters really aren't gonna get as long as you're in melee range you're you have threat on him it's not that big of a deal it's so like in that case it doesn't yeah your rage generation at that point is not as big of a deal you're more going to be interested in damage avoidance or mitigation so then you're going to have a much higher uh base on your percentages you're going to want to have more health so you start getting different sets of gear together based on what your activities are going to be but those all come into play for the basic starting off health defense you know everything else will kind of fall into place from those two stats and then, from what little I know about paladin tanking, they have all of that, and they have to worry about mana regen, mana pool, and spell damage. Yes. Because a large portion of their threat generation is spell-based. They can do single-target attacks, melee, so having a good weapon for that helps, but 
what I've seen Glola focusing on is getting spell damage gear um, with decent intellect on it uh, because you know, a lot of those AOE yep. spell attacks benefit from that. Right. And their threat comes from being hit and having a reactive talent hit them back and it's buffed by spell damage. Yes. Uh, that has made getting the gear challenging because a while back they totally rebalanced the uh, paladin gear and took away a lot of the spell damage, which was somewhat annoying. Right. And actually made Glow to say, I'm not going to play my paladin for a while because they just really pissed me off. Yep. They told me I need all this stuff and then they took it away. <laughs> hmm, what's wrong with this picture? Right. So they yeah they have a lot of stats I think to juggle because they yeah. also they have a shield block I believe yep. oh yes and they uh, they can do everything else so they but they have the added problem of, of mana. needing needing yeah. a mana pool needing mana regen for long fights yep and spell damage uh, one thing I'm really hoping to see in Wrath is is better itemization for that right Gray Void from uh, Iron Scale says uh, Retribution Aura and Sanctuary Buff. I have no idea how that responds to. Yes, what you're never talking played about. Pally, so yeah, okay. I've only played one until like level I, fifteen. I'm, I'm so. throwing what little bit I know yep. out there. We're, we're just doing anecdotal. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, I, obviously they are. Yeah, they do have auras and such that that does help with that. And retribution aura, I believe, is the one where you hit. They t- it's basically a, I hit you back. Uh, yeah, it, it hits back. So um, with spell damage. But yeah, they have that, and one of the things I've seen from Pally's more observing as a rogue, watching them take damage, is they tend to take a little bit more, they can take burst damage a little bit faster than a druid or a warrior. Mm-hmm. So from a healing perspective, they have to be watched a little closer because their health can drop in a, a little bit more rapid rate. Well, right, and well, also, they're going to be multi-target tanking because that's their that's specialty, suit, yeah. so they're going to yeah. be whacked on a lot. Yes. Along the uh, themes of stay on target, um, I'm going to... Say that it's uh, about eight minutes until the show's supposed to be over. We probably have some emails oh, and no. shout-outs to do. It's probably want to switch over. And actually, though, real quick, there are a lot of resources out there. <laughs> so I'll throw them out there. Let me just let me just hit it for anybody that's really interested in it. Obviously, you can go to Wowhead. Uh, there's Tankspot.com. Tankspot is really is nice. very good. It covers all the tanking classes, there's including a lot, speculation about the right. death nets. And yeah, they're even speculating on that. There's and really, there's a lot of theory out there. There's a lot of things that will show you charts. You also got to figure out what works well for you. Yes. Um, one thing we didn't get into is there's rotations of your skills that you're going to use when you're tanking mm-hmm. you can look those up but find the ones that work best for you find the ones that work best with you, especially if you have a normal group or a guild that you run with see how they play adjust your style accordingly yep. we didn't really get into the theory craft of this too much this is just more of a you know this and is our care and feeding yeah. of your yeah. and this is just our you know some personal experiences because theory craft is great but it also you know rarely survives contact with the enemy so yes. you have to uh you have to adjust on the fly and there's there is no singular one way to do this no you find the way that works for you and if you succeed great yep so what if you did it the wrong way that's one of our recurring themes in the show is i'm doing it wrong and, yeah. and, and i yet. succeeded how and wrong yet. could it have been exactly and yet here i am okay so so emails emails and shout outs yay um, you redirected us. What did you have yes. in mind? Yes. Well, I have a shout-out uh, first that was sent to me early on in the show, and that is for Defrocked on Medivh. Um, and unfortunately, I'm away from the screen and cannot tell you who asked me to shout that out. So I fail. Aw. Yeah, well, it's not the first time. Let's see. Maybe I drink. I don't, I don't know. 
Okay. All right. So, uh, dead air. Yeah. Good. Um, air, dead I had air, dead one air. I, have I was one going to read in terms of email. Um, and, of course, it's now dropped to the bottom of the list. I can't find it. it. has my name in it. IO mentioning Alchemy Nerf. Bring it on. Yes. Dear Casually Hardcore Crew, uh, this is a L-T-A-L-1-T-O-L-L-2-T-W. A longtime archive listener, one-time only live listener, second-time writer. Damn. First off, sad face at the fact that I can't listen to your program live anymore, being in Australia, and your show time is right in the middle of work time for me. Kind of ironic, since I cheered when you moved to Tuesday to, to Tuesday time a while ago, and it was like a week later that you moved to Sunday morning Eastern Standard Time. Now back to the topic at hand. You discussed the alchemy nerf, and Io was lamenting the fact that you can't stack potions anymore, and that it wasn't fair that you can't take advantage of your hard-learned alchemy skills to get a load of buffs. Gnomewise was right on the money when he mentioned that stack- stacking alchemy buffs made the content too easy. Blizzard originally countered the use of lots of alchemy by just making the encounters tougher, but that led to the issue... Um, of ramped up raid difficulty so that you had to go into every single raid encounter buffed to the gills to have a chance of taking it on equal footing. Pre the Burning Crusade, being buffed with all the appropriate potions, elixirs, and flasks made my warrior get essentially plus 50% hit points, a ton more armor, about 5% more dodge, etc., etc. That's a lot of difference that Blizzard would have to take into account in encounters. I know it's nice to look on your screen and see 12 different alchemy buffs lined up, stacking all these bonuses on you, plus the flask. It was pretty. But as a raider myself, I remember having to farm for hours on end to get the mats to fill up two bags full of alchemy potions just for one raid night. And then the following night, doing it again. Heaven forbid we had two raid nights in a row. Shout out to Blizzard for changing it so I only have to farm up the materials for two flasks and a bunch of potions each raid, rather than 50 billion things. Well, and some food stuff, but still. Sorry for the wall of text. I have something to make it up for, though. Typing this email from work, but when I get home, I'll be putting a present in the mail for IO. Thank you. (laughs) Um, This from Aussie Guy, a.k.a. Mikomi on Cargath, US. That summed it up nicely. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it was a very good answer. I don't mind, absolutely don't mind people saying, hey, look, you know, yeah, you had your moment, Mm -hmm. but here's the reality of the situation. As long as you say it in that kind of a way. Yes. You know, not, that was you're nice. stupid. A good argument. Yeah, I don't like the I don't like that you're stupid. A good argument, like the, well formed. You know, yep. And and well communicated. Yes. So Grayley got one? No, because my laptop power just died. Oh, no. Where's your power supply? Yeah, Why didn't you plug else. in? Well, because it just yeah, you're happened. You're so funny. All right, let's go over my screen. All right. Actually, I saw um, one in there, and I, it says it will be too hard for me to try to read from your oh, let me screen. See if we can find okay. it. But there is one in there which came back to a reoccurring theme we've had about three weeks now. Is one of the ones on age where uh, ah, yes. the youngest player let me find uh, that oh, we yes. know. And it was another person basically saying that, hey, you know, I'm a secondary healer doing Kara, um, and they're 12 years old. Here we go. And I will read it here. Yeah. Uh, from Marley on Scenarius US. Hello there, Casually Hardcore. You guys are awesome. Anyway, I was listening to the arcade version of Come On Baby, Light My Midsummer Bonfire, and you guys started to talk about thir- about 15-year-old raid leader. I was literally, oh, cool. I'm not alone. I'm 12 years old. I'm an active member of, in Kara Runs, and I've done Up to Prince before, but couldn't get past him due to placement issues. Oh, and we've done the Big Bad Dragon Nightbane. I know, it's insanity to think of a 12-year-old as, as the secondary healer. My unbuffed plus healing... Is a point down from <laughs> one three three seven. I'm assuming it's one three three six. Then, so you're almost lead. 
but I can heal just as well as my paladin father, who has about 1,800 healing unbuffed. The members of my runs don't even know, didn't even know I was 12, except for my magister mother and paladork father. <laughs> You're showing your age there. Our guild, Liquid Courage, good guild name, has, survived, has several different weekly runs, and I was a part of two, now I'm in one whose name I cannot spell for the life of me. Both groups were all, oh, you're 12? That's awesome. Followed by, um, Mark, Marley, why are you hip- hiccuping so much? <laughs> so I was wondering, who's the youngest WoW gamer you know besides Gnome and Io's little boy? Don't reply to this address. If you reply at all to, and it gives me a special address. Yep. May the life be with you. Marley, level 70, holy disc priest of the Scenarius server. P.S. Shout out to Tiana, Crazy Logic, Occult, Kroon and Matarax of the Scenario Server Alliance side. Love you guys. And big happy smiley face. The family that wows together plays yeah. together, stays together, I guess. Indeed. That's I mean, always been the way. Um, here's one on tanking. Just came in. Bring it on. Um, how's it going? Sorry I couldn't listen live due to some time zone, time zone differences. I'm a 70 warrior from Frostmourne, U.S. Yes, that's an Oceanic server and tanking has changed since pre the Burning Crusade. I myself have been tanking since the long reaches of the past and pre the Burning Crusade content. Um, tanking roles have changed from the past and today's tanking roles can vary for many different classes. Pre the Burning Crusade warriors were the main class looked at when people were searching for a tank and Paladin and Druid tanks being obsolete. I hope I spelt that right. I have tanked through... Um, Blackwing Lair, Molten Core, Zulgura, and AQ20, pre the Burning Crusade, and for the Burning Crusade, I've tanked through till uh, Tempest Keep, but I've recently quit. Anyways, back to my point. Tanking rolls have changed a lot. I remember only having to spam Sunder and Shield Block pre the Burning Crusade. That was my rotation in spells, and I was it was easily able to hold my own. When the Burning Crusade was released, it was a huge learning curve, as all the previous smashing of buttons had to be completely changed. Now it's Shield Slam, Block, Devastate, Revenge, Shield Slam, Block. Devastate Revenge, etc., and occasionally Rage Dump of Heroic Strike. Tanking rolls today require you to be protection spec, meaning hybrid Fury protection spec build is obsolete. If you do decide to go into this tree, you are just going to be gimping yourself as a warrior. As Fury, it's best to go 17 in arms, regardless of what Fury step back in protection. Well, you could pretty much slam every point in protection and not gimp yourself too much, but improved Thundercrap and Parry is still a must. Okay. Tanking any endgame boss requires you to have some sort of knowledge of your class, especially being a warrior. If you don't use shield block, you should just eat your own computer and slam your head against the WoW CDs. Shield block <laughs> removes crushing blows and the table in a boss fight from the table in a boss fight. And dodge is also great, but to dodge but too much dodge gimps your rage, meaning no aggro. Tanking is basically a good rotation of spells and good gear. Warriors, it's simple. Warriors are gear-dependent. The better the gear, the better the tank. There are some dim-witted tanks out there who don't understand what shield block is. Again, tanking is all about the gear and the player. The gear benefits the player, but a well-played warrior can last quite long, as long as he keeps up good rotations and can keep his TPS above the raid Per per second. Um... I myself have a, met a great warrior. He simply is the best warrior I've ever seen. His simple play style is insanely good, and I've never seen anyone steal aggro from him. Therefore, shout out to Sizo, with an exclamation point after it, of Frostmourne US of Exhale. Basic warrior tanking stat should be around 12,000 plus hit points pre Kara. 25% block, 15% parry, 15% dodge, and around 14k armor. The stats may be a little rusty due to my long absence from WoW, so feel free to correct me. Um, summary, Warriors pre the Burning Crusade, Sunder Spam with any spec not requiring even the main tank to be proc to be a decent tank. TB- 
With the Burning Crusade, Warriors require a lot more rotations and a decent player to become a good tank. Oh, and shout out to Vision of Dreadmall US, especially Ryson. Shout out to Contender, Level 70 Pally of Thalidus, Frostmourne US. This from Thatterus, Level 70 Warrior, proud Australian from Darwin. And that was a wall of text. I apologize, but what did you guys get out of that that you would like to? Um, Very well formed. Uh, that was long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the main things is, yeah, tanking has changed. I think before Burning Crusade, Paladin tanks were very, very rare, if ever. I couldn't um, get anyone to let my bear tank. Yeah, and I think Druids just were looked at as not being able to tank, even though they didn't change all that much. I think they were able to tank back then. It just wasn't looked at as being realistic Gear for some reason. Sparse. Yeah, and so you really had to work at it for Druid, but a well-geared Druid could tank just fine, even pre. Uh, but yeah, Warriors were the go-to. So. Yep. Here's a, a, a very polite, um, humorous tell-off. Uh, <laughs> priest Healing, entitled. Um, Io, thank you for getting me to hear my wife, Drashala, scream this morning from your comment on HOTS with priests. In her experience, if she preps a renew on the tank um, on a multiple pull before the tank pulls, the secondary that gets zero aggro will come right for her. Right. She will wait for at least four seconds before hotting the tank. Also, the shield before the pull harkens back to the pre-BC era when a tank could get three-shotted from the raid boss in the 40-mans if gear was an issue or if the boss got lucky. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for the tank perspective. This from Kajats... I'm going to pronounce this. I'm really sorry. Cat Jack Asia. Isa. Katajiza? Katajiza, maybe. Um, level 70 warrior, Draenor US. And um, he is, she is at the party, actually. Okay. Um, so, yes, corrections on that. Yep. Um, again, for the multiple tank pulls. Yep. You know, yep. again. Wait. Wait. Well, one thing I... Play chicken. What always reminds me of uh, Molten Core is actually not so much the tank getting hit, because we rarely would you see a tank pull in Molten Core. What you'd see is a hunter pull. Mm-hmm. And I remember our guild hunter, Turgo, always going, throw me a shield for the love of God! God. <laughs> Just why, why? Yeah, great. Shield the warrior. I'm out here. Got four mobs coming at me. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> this is before Misdirect. Oh, that was great. Good times. Yep. Oh, so um, one last shout out um, to people who have come to the party today, including a couple of first timers, um, WC Radio Fan and Taxaris. Um, thank you very much. And everyone else who's new and has come to the dance party, I appreciate it very much. We're having a great time. Um, Katya Zal Kalza. I'm not going to pronounce it right. I'm sorry. I suck. Just, I fail. Let it pass. I'm going to let it pass. He's actually spelling it out for me in raid chat phonetically, <laughs> and I still can't I'm pronounce sure it right. Says that it's, the, it's the illness. It's my ears and my um, sinuses are no, can't do it. Sorry, <laughs> um, I just will excuse myself. I also myself wanted to now. do a shout out to uh, Wing Dillon, also known as I Burn You Dime, uh, who sent in the alternate intro you heard earlier at the beginning of the show, and has also did some brainstorming with me, and has inspired me to actually try and get some work done on a different intro for the show. So. Cool. We will see if I actually find the time between house cleaning to actually do that. <laughs> and of course, big shout outs to Moogie. Thank you very much. Our IRC um, rep, as our usual. IRC rep yep. and a great good monkey. So that is our show for this week. Thank you for joining us live on WOW Radio. Check out all the fantastic shows on WOW Radio, WCRadio.com. Check out our donation link. Get into the IRC. Join this community. See the weirdness that is us. Uh, we thank you. 
We will catch you next week, same time, same channel. And I think we are out of here. Yep. Yep. Done. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye,